Hello again, Timberwolves fans. Welcome to Timberwolves Explosion. Today is Monday, episode, or Monday, March 23rd, in the year 2009, and this is episode number 24 of Timberwolves Explosion. So welcome aboard, and uh, we're going to have an energy-filled show today. I'm not too happy with this team at all, and uh, <laughs> you're going to hear that pretty soon. Um, first and foremost, though, Timberwolves Explosion is available on thesportstuff.com and on iTunes and on TimberwolvesPress.com. I want to thank each and every one of you for downloading and listening to this Timberwolves Explosion podcast. Thank each and every one of you for that. On thesportstuff.com, which is the home for Timberwolves Explosion, on the front page there is a button in the upper right-hand corner that says TSS Sports. Simply click on that. That is how you can sign up and become a member of thesportstuff.com. It is 100% free. And 100% fun. That is how you can get on our message boards. You can interact with me and other podcasters and other members as the list continues to grow. Just please make sure that your uh, screen name makes sense. It's not XX17553821, you know, because it'll probably get deleted because Rusty, uh, Dylan, or Brian Cush may believe it is spam, as odds are it would be with a name like that, and the account will be deleted. Make it something that will make sense, like Wolves 25 or uh, whatever, you know. So I got that out of the way. Now also TimberwolvesPress.com, nice enough to put my show on their website as well. Thanks again, Alec. It is a pleasure to be a part of Timberwolves Press, a part of that staff. I thank you always very much. It has done wonders for this show. Timberwolves Press is also their one-stop source for everything Minnesota Timberwolves basketball, including news articles, information, my podcast, and uh, some comedy relief as well, because there's a lot of stuff to make fun of with this Timberwolves team over the years, just like any other team except maybe the uh, the Lakers. <laughs> but even them you could probably make fun of. Heck, they signed Isaiah Ryder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You could make fun of anybody that's had Isaiah Ryder on their team. So, uh with that, I'm going to take a quick break. Uh, first, though, I'm going to mention that I'll be reviewing four games today, and uh, the, th- the fourth and final game will have most of the news going on because the, the fourth game is it's going to be very interesting. That will all be in the third segment. second segment will be the first three. Third game, you're going to, yeah, i gotta, I, I got to say something, and I'm getting tired of some of the things I'm seeing. So with that, we'll take us a quick break, and we'll be right back after this. Here on thesportstuff.com, get on board the Viking ship with Purple Mafia. We will talk about the new Purple People Eaters and the best running back in the NFL, Adrian Peterson. This team is ready to make a move forward. Purple Mafia is available on thesportstuff.com along with iTunes and Mediafly. Simply download and listen to the most honest and passionate Vikings coverage. And we are back on Timberwolves Explosion episode number 24. A reminder for iPod users, do check out Purple Mafia, the big show for Purple Paladino Live Productions. That is my the home of my three podcasts, the the, uh, the owner, basically. That's me, Paladino. <laughs> so do check out Purple Mafia. You will enjoy it very much. Minnesota Vikings podcast. 
All right, let's get on with this team. This team, you know, if if you want to call it that. I mean, you know, everybody's getting sick and tired of what they're seeing, and you know what? It's not helping my uh, it's not helping my listenership right now. <laughs> As the the interest level in this town for this team is getting about to an all time low, and um, I can understand why, but I'm still it's still driving me nuts, and I, I'm hating what I'm seeing from the product. But on Tuesday the seventeenth of March, that is the first game, of course, against the San Antonio Spurs. The effort was there on this particular night, and uh, hey, not bad at all. Kevin Love, by the way, who had 17 points, 19 rebounds. He started at center. Now this is, of course, there was no Tim Duncan in this game, unfortunately. So it, it doesn't exactly help Kevin Love's case or the rest of the Wolves in this particular deal. But still, you know, 93-86 against San Antonio, that's not bad. Not bad at all. It's nice to have some sort of a, you know, some ounce of respectability. Uh, Kevin McHale's getting kind of senile over there with these, with his lineups. Jason Collins started at forward. And Mike Miller coming off the bench. Hmm. I don't know what that's all about. I, I just don't. Um, Bobby Brown and Sheldon Williams did not play coach's decision for both of them. And I know all of you are going to say there's no point to that. Who cares? But there's no point in just letting them run on the bench either. I mean, what's the point? <laughs> you, you, you just do something. This is really, I mean, are they any worse than Jason Collins and Kevin Hawley? I can't say that. I, I just can't. Especially Bobby Brown, who actually looks like he's got a little bit of talent, that he can put the ball in the basket and make plays for other people. What what the hell is Kevin McHale doing? What is he doing? <sighs> Randy Foy is back from injury, but he is looking a lot like the Randy Foy earlier in the year, like November when he was terrible. Four of three from four of thirteen from the floor, ten points, one assist in. 33 and a half minutes. Sebastian Telfair, well, I can't rip him for this game. I can rip him for future ones, but not this one. 8 of 14 from the floor, 0 of 2 from 3 point range, with 17 points, 5 assists in this particular night. Telfair provided energy down the stretch, and he actually did a pretty good job. Ryan Gomes, boy, did he hit a wall. <laughs> boy, did he run out of gas on this particular night. 2 of 10 from the floor, 6 points, 5 rebounds in 34 minutes. No, that was terrible. Um, Miller off the bench in 34 minutes. Not too bad. 15 points, 6 rebound um, game. But, uh, dude, I'm telling you. <laughs> Mike Miller, uh, I'm going to get into it in a little bit, too. Uh, I'm going to get into that in a minute. Uh, but I don't know what's going on with him either, to be honest with you. Craig Smith was respectable with a 9-point game. But really, the story of the game was Tony Parker, the same old Swear word. <laughs> Same old swear word. Tony Parker in 35 minutes had 24 points, six assists. And, uh, you know, he's always the one hitting the big shots and, uh, he's always a factor. Uh, Roger Mason, another one of those classic San Antonio Spurs draft picks that just, they always work out. They could be late in the first round or early second, mid, mid to late second round picks. Yeah, this guy is an early second round pick from the Bulls, Roger Mason. He's averaging 12 points a game. Why can't the Wolves ever do that? I mean, they have one successful second-round pick pretty much in their history, and that's Craig Smith, who's pretty good. But that's it. The Spurs have trillions of them <laughs> over the years. 
including Manu freaking Ginobili, who went 56th overall years ago. It just, it just drives me nuts. It just drives me nuts. And uh, that's about all she wrote. San Antonio wins the game. Um, the Wolves were, were in it, though, the whole way, which I'm going to give them credit. They were in it the whole way. Uh, you know, yeah, we could talk about Tim Duncan was out and everything. Yeah, Al Jefferson's out, too. So got to give him credit. And uh, Kevin Love, in all four of these games, and over the last probably week and a half to two-week period, Kevin Love is now the best player on the Timberwolves right now because, you know, with Al Jefferson out, Kevin Love is now the best player on the Timberwolves. I know Randy Foy is there's like a probably, yeah, I mean, there's no doubt about it that Randy Foy is hurt right now. He's playing hurt. I mean, ankle injuries don't just recover. He's healthy enough to play, but he's not the same guy. And uh, I don't know. I would think he'd be playing a teeny tiny bit better than this by now, but he, he isn't. I don't know. And, and he was kind of on the downtrend anyway the last couple of weeks before he injured his ankle against uh, Houston. No, I can't remember who it was. I don't care at this point. I'm just too frustrated <laughs> with the play of this team. But, uh, yeah, Kevin Love is the best player on the team right now. And uh, there's a shout-out to you, Alec. I know he's your boy, and uh, he's uh, he's looking good out there, definitely. Now we go to a pretty exciting game in New Orleans. After losing a back to uh, <clears throat> the first of a back-to-back in San Antonio, you got to think the Wolves are probably going to get run in, in uh, New Orleans on Wednesday, the 18th of March. But they weren't. And Kevin Love, again, looking the part here. These these are L. Jefferson numbers, folks. 23 points, 11 rebounds. 6 of 11 from the floor. He also made 11 of 13 free throws. And uh, people have been people in the past have been ripping Kevin Love that he doesn't make his free throws. Well, he did this night. Uh, you know, my boss at work, Rick, you know, doesn't, <laughs> doesn't really care for uh, Kevin Love at the free throw line. And, uh, you know, Kevin Garnett was, was not the best either at the free throw line. But, uh, he got it done in this night, and we almost won this game. Almost. New Orleans came out pretty much what you'd expect, though, with a 24 to 16 first quarter. The Wolves come back, though, 28 to 24 in the second. <clears throat> New Orleans starts to pull away in the third, but that fourth quarter was classic. The Wolves almost had it. In fact, <clears throat> excuse me, they did have it as far as I'm concerned. They should have won this basketball game. Telfair did virtually nothing the first three quarters of the game, but then got hot in that fourth quarter and hit a couple of threes, hit a couple of big jumpers down the stretch. He was pretty, I mean, he made all his points in that fourth quarter, 10 points, six assists, five foul night. Randy Foy, just another mediocre backup point guard uh, stat line here with 11.4 rebound, four assist game, and three turnovers to go along with that. Uh, Carney, though, provided a lot of energy down the stretch. He did a very good job, got us very excited. Uh, I was very happy with uh, Rodney Carney's performance. Mike Miller just mm, out of control. Mike Miller is out of control, and uh, I, I don't know. He's trying to do too much of something that I don't think he's really built to do. He's trying to be Scottie Pippen, and I've mentioned that before, and that's not who he is. He's not a point forward, and I'm sick of watching it, quite frankly. Um, he didn't really he, he didn't get any turnovers on this night, but he, he gets quite a few in the coming games here. It, yeah, it, it just drives me nuts watching that sometimes. You know, Mike is better suited for the catch and shoot. Catch and shoot. You know, you keep, I don't mind Mike Miller putting the ball on the floor once in a while, but every bleeping time he gets the ball, come on, just catch and shoot when you're wide open from three. Just, just do it. Come on, play that style. The good teams have players like that. Like, you know, 
I'm not comparing him to Ray Allen, but yeah, like Ray Allen and other players like that. Michael Finley does it. Um, heck, Rick, uh, Rick Fox used to do it. What's, what's, what's wrong with the, the old catch and shoot? Because it can really, I mean, the, the accuracy, the, uh, the, the percentage is so much higher playing it that way. And I just, I don't understand why they don't do it more often. Because when Mike Miller does it, he, he, he's the kind of guy who, who can go off for 24 points. When, when he plays that style. And I, I love it. And he's not doing it at all right now. <sighs> Ryan Gomes, back to respectability, but again, he, he shot the ball a little bit too much. Six of seven, seven of 16 from the floor. But, uh, he, he was pretty good overall, though. I, I gotta give Ryan Gomes credit. He was hotter earlier in the game. He didn't really do anything in the fourth quarter, unfortunately. Uh, Brian Cardinal with his usual defensive energy in this game, but, uh, that's pretty much what he does. It doesn't really show up in the stat sheet. Craig Smith, valuable again off the bench, and it's definitely a sign he's fully recovered from his uh, cracked rib, I believe it was. So he's doing really nice. Carney with 12 off the bench. Telfair, again, as I mentioned, 10 and 6. That's pretty much what Telfair is, whether he starts or comes off the bench. He is a 10 and 6, 9 and 5 kind of guy. 10.9 rebound, whatever. Uh, excuse me, assists. 9.5 assist type of guy. Regardless if he's a starter or a backup, and I proved that last year, when you look at the numbers, they're virtually the same. Uh, last year they were, they were closer than this year because Telfair started almost the whole season, so, and he started so poorly back in November that it was like, wow, this, this guy is really taking a step back this year, and his numbers went up when he started, so, whatever. I still say that Telfair is, uh, Better suited to be a backup. I think about all of you out there agree with me on that. He is not a full-time starter, and um, I'll get more into that in a second. <laughs> Chris Paul was just amazing. He's one of my top five favorite players probably in the game right now. 26-point, 10 assists, 5-steal effort. He hit all the big shots down the stretch, and the Wolves didn't, including Randy Foy with multiple attempts in the fourth quarter, failed on Virtually all of them, including the uh, the final buzzer. The Wolves, Randy Foy had a good look at the basket and couldn't hit it. Uh, you know, you're going to miss once in a while on the way Foy's playing right now. He's, I don't know if he's really, really even the best choice to take that shot, but I guess whatever happens, happens, and uh, it didn't happen. And it's quite a shame. That would have been a really cool review to say Randy Foy hit the game-winning shot. It's He's a guy in the future, I think, can become that again, which he was earlier in his career, in his rookie year, hitting a big shot to end the game. But um, I, I don't know. He certainly isn't healthy right now, and that's for sure. And it's not helping the uh, the watchability of this product we call the Minnesota Timberwolves. So now we're going to get to our third game to review. And, folks, it's the Houston Rockets, Friday the 20th of March. And... Uh, Mm-hmm. This was a uh, very interesting day for me personally, but I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> That's just a little shout-out to myself, I guess. But um, Friday, the 20th, every time the Minnesota Timberwolves play Houston, they get demolished, and there was no <laughs> there was no change in this on this particular day. You just knew it was going to happen. The Wolves lose 107-88 to in Houston. Just a joke of a game. Just a complete joke. But again, Kevin Love. Who do you think was the best player? Kevin Love. Jason Collins is back at the starting center spot. So 
the senile Michael is still goofing around with the, with the starting lineup. He's starting, he's starting to turn into Randy Whitman, man. This is what Randy Whitman was doing when he was getting all desperate earlier in the year. Craig Smith, though, this is one of the cool nights, school, cool parts of the night was Craig Smith was 8 of 11 from the floor, 19.7 rebound performance, and th- this guy always seems to get it done lately. I mean, when he, th- this guy is a high percentage player, and I, I like what he can do. I really do. Sheldon Williams got dusted off for six minutes and got three points. Bobby Brown dusted off for six minutes, four points, and two assists. Oh, goody. But at least they got to play a little bit. And uh, in a game like this, yeah, you got to fa- figure that uh, they would. Uh, the Wolves never let in this game. It was a complete waste of time, to be honest with you. <sighs> and the guard play on this team sucks right now. It, it really does. And <laughs> I'm going to get into it big time in the, in the uh, Thunder review. Oof. Telfer and Foy, they shot a combined 7 of 20, of 23 from the floor. That absolutely, positively sucks. Sebastian Telfer was 4 of 12. Foy was 3 of 11. There's just, there's no lift on this team. Um, I know Runner Test is one of the guards in this particular game, but I don't care. Score once in a while, for crying out loud. You're, you're going to be open once in a while. And they were in a couple plays, and they didn't make their shots. Telfair shoots way too much for my liking, and he doesn't ever seem to understand what his strengths and weaknesses are. I know he can be very valuable from three-point range, which he was on this night, three of five. Not that it really mattered because we were getting our butts kicked anyway, but he can hit the three-point shot on occasion, especially late in games, and that is one of his strengths. But his other strength is just penetrate to the basket and cut it out with the jump shots all the time as he takes some of the stupidest shots I'm just, I'm sick of Sebastian Telfair, to be honest with you, out there. The guy has been an underachiever his whole career, and, uh, I don't know. I just don't know about Telfair. And, um, I, I think we can do better, if, if you want my honest opinion. <laughs> even, even, even at the backup spot, I think we can do better. He, he, I guess he's an okay backup, but, mm, I don't know. <sighs> this game was, Pretty pitiful, though, to be honest, and uh, there was no doubt about it. Uh, Kyle Lowry, again, 4 of 7 from the floor, 10.4 assist performance. That's a guy I would I would take over Sebastian Telfair in, in a second right now as, the, as our backup point guard. That would be terrific. Backup or spot starter. Our test was his usual, like, you know, bully out there. He was just a bully out there to our guards. Made Foy and others look silly. Yao Ming was all right. 14 of 8, or 14 points, 8 rebound game. Didn't shoot particularly well. No blocks for Yao Ming. That's, that's history in the making right there. Uh, Ryan Gomes' counterpart, in my opinion, is, uh, is uh, Shane Battier. 11.6 6 rebound performance. Not too bad. Gomes got outplayed by Battier pretty, pretty harshly on this day, though. And, um, that's pretty much all I have to say about this game. And, uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna take a quick break. Cool off a teeny bit and get ready for uh, something pretty frustrating right after this. Here on the sportstuff.com, we're toughing up on Brave the Wild with Paladino. Join me, Paladino, as we brave the Minnesota Wild Hockey Club on our way to the playoffs. We're available on the sportstuff.com and iTunes. The boogeyman Derek Bugard says you'd better listen or he just might drop the gloves. Call up your courage and brave the wild with your buddy, Paladino Joey. 
And we are back here on Timberwolves Explosion, episode number 24. A reminder for iPod users, do check out Brave the Wild, Minnesota Wild Hockey Podcast, which is a alternative to the Minnesota Wild Pondcast on wild.com. Alrighty. Let's get back to work, ladies and gentlemen. It is time to review the biggest review of them all. And uh, the Wolves lose 90 to 90 or 97 to 90 on Sunday. So they were very competitive the whole game. Very competitive, right? No, they were not competitive at all. And it was a demolition, folks. This was Bilderberg at their finest, basically, is what you could say, <laughs> if we were going in that direction. But uh, I won't go there. Man, this was a complete joke. I know Oklahoma City is a team on the rise, and there is no doubt about it. This was so terrible. It just was so awful. The Wolves lost by 30 points at one point, or were losing by 30 points at one point in this game. Um, when you look at the score, the scores for the quarters, 26 to 16 in the first quarter, you knew we're done. 31 to 23 in the second, you knew you were even more done. 27 to 14 in the third. Whatever, you know, whatever. I know Oklahoma City's good, but they can't be that much better than us. They look like the Lakers <laughs> against us. 37 to 13 fourth quarter for the Wolves to bring some respectability back, but that's because who cares? We won. You know, I mean, we won. They won. Why would they care? And, uh, oh boy, I got about to ready to tear these guards open even deeper. And, uh, I just, I just couldn't even bear to watch this game, but I did, at least most of it. Kevin Durant with 30 points. Kevin Durant's the next uh, something pretty big here, it looks like. Maybe even a, maybe like a poor man's LeBron if he's playing this good. It's just unbelievable the way he is going. He looks like a phenomenal player. Russell Westbrook, well, he only shot 2 of 10 from the floor, but he got 10 assists and 8 rebounds, something Sebastian Telfair will never do, including the 2 steals, 2 blocks. Russell Westbrook is on his way to becoming a really good player, and, um, Man, is he, uh, <laughs> this guy is definitely the kind of player that he's not doing good in one area, but he'll, you know, he'll make up for it in another area. Jeff Green, another nice player who a lot of people wouldn't mind having on this team over Corey Brewer. He had a, he virtually had a, an average game. Average for his, you know, statistics, whatever, 17.4 rebound game. Not bad at all. He hurt his eye at one point in the game, but we'll see how things go there. But that's pretty much it from Oklahoma City standpoint. They totally outplayed us, and it was so embarrassing. Because the best part is, this wasn't in Oklahoma City. This was in Minneapolis. Yeah, this is Target Center, folks. This is First Avenue. Bull crap, man. Total bull crap. Randy Foy, awful. Seven points, three of six from the floor. Didn't really provide any energy whatsoever. Telfair and Foy looked so bored and so unmotivated, and it, it was just so pathetic to watch. There was a play where it was just a simple pass from Foy to Telfair, and the ball just whoop, out of bounds. It was just a bounce pass, and Telfair missed it. He missed it. It wasn't even a bad pass. He just missed it. And... uh I understand you're losing, and I understand you're missing your best player and maybe a nice energy guy, you know, and Corey Brewer as well to go with Al Jefferson. But this is this is unacceptable. This is BS, folks, total BS. And uh, Telfair would just literally 
He'd drive up the court. Now, th- th- this is just this is just signifies what what I just cannot stand about Telfair. Okay, he's driving up the court. Now he turns around to slow it down, right? Okay, let's all slow it down, right? So we can all get everybody set and get a play together. Nope, he turns around and puts up a pathetic shot. That wasn't, you know, it didn't even look like it was even like he was even trying. And I, I just can't stand that stuff, man. It, that was the worst looking pile of crap ever. And to me, Telfair, yeah, you know, I, I am sick of Sebastian Telfair. He constantly puts up stupid shots, and he's he's way too gun happy for a guy that can't even shoot. He's shooting thirty six percent, folks. Thirty six percent is not acceptable. As far as I'm concerned, regardless of how much Sebastian Telfer is getting paid versus, say, a Marcus Banks who's getting paid 5.5 million, where Telfer is getting 2 million, I don't care. I don't care. You want the 5 million, Sebastian? Earn it, because it ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen. This guy, to me, is an underachiever, and I think he's gonna remain one the rest of his career, because he was meant to be a pretty big time starter at one point earlier on. He sure as hell ain't gonna be that. Randy Foy, <laughs> yeah, you know, we, we might be drafted. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Wolves took a guard in this draft because, you know what, we need a real guard on this team, a real guard. Who knows who what the heck his role is and knows how to how to understand his role. I mean, is Foy a big-time shooting guard? No. Is he a true point guard? No. So what is he? Silence, yep. That's exactly what he is right now. I, I, I don't know. He, he's a guy who can go off first points and he can be very clutch. And I don't, I don't hate him at all. I, I, I like Foy, but at the same time, I don't get Randy Foy at the same time. I don't get him and I don't know if I ever will, to be honest with you. He's too small to play shooting guard. He's too small. He just, he just is. And he's not a consistent enough playmaker to be a point guard. Sebastian Telfair is a true point guard, but what does he do? He got one assist in 29 minutes against the Oklahoma City Thunder. And this isn't the first time he's done. He's had a game like this. It's just, I don't get it. And point guards don't make plays like he did. When you're driving up the court on a, well, like, look like a fast break. No, we got to stop and slow it down and get a play set up. And then you don't set up a play. You just jack up a stupid ass I don't know what it was, like a turnaround jumper, mid-range jumper that wasn't even worth shooting. It wasn't worth it. It was so bad. It just made me sick. And um, Mike Miller, to me, is, is, is out of control. And he just doesn't know when to settle down and just play basketball rather than continuously try to do too much. I mean, he I don't know how many times he had the ball in his hands and was driving, and the ball got knocked out of his hands. It just gets it gets knocked out of his hands, and I'm sick of seeing that as well. We're not paying Mike Miller $10 million a year to do that. We're paying Mike Miller to shoot the ball, and uh, <laughs> a Star Tribune poster is going to mention that. I'll get to that in a second. Un- unnamed, unfortunately. They don't even show his name. But uh, real quick, Craig Smith, Rodney Carney, and Bobby Brown were the beneficiaries of a really fun fourth quarter for the Wolves. I mean, it was fun to watch in terms of at least somebody had some energy because it sure as heck wasn't the starters. Uh, Kevin Love was okay in the fourth quarter, but overall, 3 of 13, pretty, yeah, he just, it was it was one of those games for Kevin Love. You know, he's still going to have these kind of games. 10.6 assists, 6 rebound, excuse me, performance. 
Nothing special. But Craig Smith had a 19-10 and 10 game. That was nice. Again, though, he's a little bit out of control, and he's trying to be a, a small forward for some reason. He's trying to he, – he, he, he dribbles too much, quite frankly, for a guy that plays this position. But the number's not bad. Carney, 15-point performance. He was 6 of 11 and 3 of 7 from the three-point range. Bobby Brown, 4 of 7, and he shot – he made 2 of 4 from three-point range, good for 12 points and 4 assists. Definitely a energetic Bobby Brown in that fourth quarter. And um, I think he could provide that in real minutes, though, not just garbage time. I think he could if given the opportunity, but Kevin McHale doesn't seem to care right now. He just doesn't seem to care. Sheldon Williams got to, got dusted off again, 4.5 rebounds. And I don't think there's any chance Sheldon Williams returns, despite the fact I think Williams, if given uh, 20, 20 minutes a night, would actually not be too bad at all. I think he could be actually a, a factor out there. Kevin McHale disagrees, and, uh, well, he's the coach, and I'm not. So that's where we're going to have to leave things right now. Now we're going to switch to the Star Tribune. They talk a lot about how this this uh, Oklahoma City Thunder team over the next several years is going to really develop into an outstanding team. Uh, the featured comment, now, of course, there is no – name for some reason. I don't know why they don't show it. I guess they don't want to make people look like they're important. <laughs> the uh, the headline is Mike Miller question mark, like Mike Miller. And his comment is hairband too tight? Still waiting still waiting for the guy the Wolves traded for. Cut your hair and start shooting the ball. That was the comment and boy do I agree with that. That's a perfect featured comment. So Star Tribune, good job putting that on the front. I agree, that is terrific. I love it. Love it. So now real quick, we're going to get to a Kevin McHale comment here. He talks about how the Wolves, or yeah, McHale was mystified. Yeah, afterward, McHale was mystified by his team's lifelessness and the glazed look on their faces. That's what he said with the quotations there. Wolves only made it a game when the reserves brought them back with a 37-13 to fourth quarter. That wasn't nearly enough. And no, it wasn't. Kevin McHale now says, We were just out of it right from the start, he said. I've been playing them long minutes. Maybe we have to change it up because that's unacceptable. He's starting to sound like Randy Whitman. Constantly trying to change the lineup. Constantly. Well, if you're going to change the lineup, put Sheldon Williams in just for the hell of it. <laughs> just put him in. Just because, you know, give, he, he can't be any worse than some of these other guys. Maybe give them a break then if, if they're playing too much. You know, that, that's your own fault. It's your own fault, and that doesn't that doesn't look good at all. Uh, we're going to get back to McHale here. With a healthy Al, I like the way we stack up, he said. We have multiple picks. We have cash under the cap. We have a lot of ways to improve the team. But it's one of those things where our guys individually have to improve. Everybody on our team right now has to get better. I agree with that. Uh, Love had been getting better until that particular day. It just wasn't Kevin Love's day, plain and simple. It was rookie. Uh, it was just the, the, the rookie side of uh, Kevin Love showing its really rearing its ugly head there. Um, Sam Mitchell was at the Target Center. They honored Sam Mitchell yesterday part of the 20th season anniversary celebration. The Raptors fired Mitchell in December. He is back home living in Atlanta. A paid bum, as my mother called it, Sam Mitchell said. 
He said he will pursue coaching openings after this season, even though the Raptors are obligated to pay him through next season. Hey, the Wolves might need a new head coach. Sam Mitchell's comment? Right now they've got one, he said. I'm not here for that. Seems like Mac is doing a good job. It all depends on what Kevin is going to do. So that is your quote on a guy who just might be a legitimate candidate for the head coaching position of your Minnesota Timberwolves. And I wouldn't be totally against Sam Mitchell coaching this team. He was the Timberwolves when he was here, folks. Sam Mitchell was the Timberwolves. If you want my honest opinion, he was the perfect leader, perfect team captain. Kevin Garnett loved Sam Mitchell, and there's a reason for that. So I'm going to close the show with on that note. I want to thank each and every one of you always for listening. Do send me an email, paladinolive at yahoo.com, paladinolive at yahoo.com. Also add Timberwolves Explosion on MySpace. It is myspace.com forward slash Timberwolves Explosion, myspace.com forward slash Timberwolves Explosion. And on Facebook, I have a group. It is Paladino Live Productions. Look it up and join it. If you have a Facebook, please join Paladino Live Productions. It's more than worth it, and it's a lot of fun, and it's a way for me to notify you when a new show is out. So with that, I want to thank Dylan and Alec always for helping me getting this show up and running and out there for people to know this show exists. Thank you always for everything you've done, and I want to thank you, the listeners, for being a part of this. Don't forget to tell a friend about Timberwolves Explosion, and uh, in the coming weeks here, we're probably going to get further and further into the draft as uh, the game reviews are going to start to die down pretty soon here, so there ain't going to be many more games to review, but uh, until then, until episode number 25, we will, I am out of here.